<laughs> Welcome to the Halloween special of DNA Nick and Adam show. I'm Nick. And I'm Matt. <laughs> My power level is above 90,000. Hello, creepy baby. Hello. What are we talking about today, Adam? Today we're going to talk about Samhain. Well, people think it's pronounced Samhain, but it's actually pronounced Samhain. Um, and it's actually like the pagan New Year. Oh. But for all intents and purposes, we're going to call it Halloween. And I'm going to take up this, but I'm going to leave my mic. All right. So we're also going to be talking about some news for in the horror movie genre. Yes, we are. I, I do have one thing I got to, I, I, I must confess. No one cared who I was till I put on the mask. That's all. Okay. So, we're going to talk about their rebooting the Exorcist franchise. Boo! Boo! Movies. some other... Great things to check out for this Halloween season. So we'll be right back. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yo. Yo. So. All right. So it was just announced by the Blumhouse Productions that they are rebooting the Exorcist franchise. Woo! So, um, yeah, there's few franchises in general you don't mess with. And the Exorcist is one. So, okay. Hmm. So, according to the article you sent me, which was was it by Variety? I believe so. Okay. All right. Might not have been Variety, but anyway, it, what it sounds second. like, and it, it, they have the same writer too. It's Blumhouse doing it is this. Blumhouse, yes. Okay. So, it looks like they got the same writer, or they're trying the same treatment that they're doing with Halloween. And what they did with Halloween is. They retconned everything except the first movie. And so just real quick, it was Den of Geek. It was who? Den of Geek. Den of Geek. Den of Geek, not Variety. Den of Geek. Okay. So they retconned every Halloween movie except for the first one. Michael Myers gets caught, taken to the insane asylum at the end of the first movie instead of being shot. Well, he was shot. But anyway, I digress. And... Then you get the 2018 Halloween movie where they bring back Jamie Lee Curtis and they plan a trilogy. Now, that sounds like from this article, Blumhouse is going to do the exact same thing with The Exorcist. Okay. But they're not going to bring back Linda Blair, which is fine. Is it? I don't know that it is because, okay, so you bring back Jamie Lee Curtis, all right. Now you bring back the woman who played Linda Blair's mother? I One, you always have to think, does she want to come back? Because I know a lot of people on that uh on that production, the the original Exorcist production, didn't have a good time. Yeah, but it's been 30, 40 years. I, I, I get it. I, I know what you're saying. Right. But this is a different director that that director had... It, 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 but mind you, it's completely different. Yeah, that guy treated Linda Blair like shit. Yeah. And when the bed rocking scenes and everything, she got a permanent back injury. Well, and, and not only that, she was 
basically shunned the most the rest of her childhood. Well, yeah. I, I mean, so I can understand where she's like, "Thanks, but no thanks. I, I, I don't need this." Right. Unless you think you're going to make a lot of money and you back up a dump truck full of money to her, and and, and maybe she's moved on, and that and that's all fine. But okay, so Linda Blair's not in it. Fine. Right. Why is this a good idea? Um, it's not. But but what <laughs> I, I've <laughs> it's not it, it's not. But it, it depends on if they do it well because. The best example that I've seen recently is the Conjuring movies, yeah. where where they made their own little pocket universe. They tied all the movies together, and I'm not going to say they're all great, but it's all very cool that they all. Yeah, they, I mean, they they're, all they're all their little cinematic way. universe. They're fun. They're based some of you know based off of loosely based off of Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases. Um, you know they were real. No, I, I, and that's the thing. Uh, they're a real couple. The their museum that they have is real. Yeah, and the vast majority of the cases are actually covered in the movies are real. And you yeah. can, uh, and it's one one of these days I'd love to go see the museum. You're doing that on your own, buddy. Yeah, I say. Well, I, I think yeah, it's gonna have to probably do it on my own. Actually, may, may, maybe uh, Trudy Sparkles will come down and see it. I'm glad we're talking about this because this here. Is Palasanto. Okay? Okay. Is if you burn this, okay, it will attract good spirits, higher beings. It helps cleanse, just like sage. So you're getting a cleansing before you come around me <laughs> if you're gonna go to that place. Well and, and it 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 very much reminds me of a little little spooky story that you and I shared as teenagers yes yes Ooh. um, do you want to hear a ghost story yeah do you want to hear a ghost story so back in the day while we were in high school adam i we were in the 10th grade 10th grade another friend of ours decided that we were gonna go see ghost hunters well no no that wasn't well not not ghost hunters but we we had an extra credit assignment by our history teacher which i was but i was not in that class you weren't in the class that's right and the extra credit assignment was this. If you want to if you want to get a feel for how old your town is or your county is, whatever. We were we lived in a big county. Go to the local cemeteries and get a look at the dates on the gravestones. And we didn't even have to like chalk any of them. Like you see like in the movies when they do that stuff. We just had to say we went and explain. And we got extra credit. So we said, yeah, we're going to do that. And we were football players the years before. Okay. So we were, you well, know. Well, and, and we're, we're not small guys. And we're not small guys. We can defend ourselves. And, yes, we, were, we liked horror movies and stuff like that, but we weren't easily scared. And, and we had the I'm a teenager and I'm dumb excuse still. That's true, too. So That's true, too. That being said. So. One of the, the very first, so I'll say we started this adventure at about 5 o'clock, 5.30 p.m. Uh, on a weekday night. The sun was still up, and it was fall. I say it was fall, so it, still got, it got dark pretty early. It got dark earlier, but now it wasn't quite, the solstice hadn't happened, so it was still light. First cemetery we went to, very, very, very old, old cemetery, like graves kind of, you know, literally no bigger than a small room, actually. Um, maybe two small rooms, and and the graves were kind of washed out. 
my brother-in-law, he was my sister's boyfriend at the time, and my brother, like, hid there and tried to pop out and scare us. They knew what we were doing. And we were just like, whatever. These guys suck. Right. So we moved on. We went to another cemetery. At this point now, it's getting darker. Uh, we actually found a grave of one of my relatives while we were there. My, uh, my, uh, my aunt's uh, husband. So we're there. Um, Walking around at night in a big cemetery. This one was huge. I'd say that's much more of a commercial cemetery. Yeah, I mean, this fucker was huge. Gravestones laying on the ground. They're not set up. Uh, I think we went to another one after that, and everything's going just fine. It's yep. pitch black out. We're, no, we're fine. No issues. Every Everybody's fine. No, no oh, I, I don't want to go. I You know, nothing like that. Yeah, just, I don't think you should turn in here, man. I think we should go home. No, None I, of that. Well, we were into it because... You know, I was a history geek, and I was, and like I said, the first one we had dates going back, uh, well, close to Civil War time, right? That kind of stuff, and I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, it's you know, but we were also being very respectful. That's that's very important because there wasn't an ego on the table. Well, there was, but not the ego that stated like, I'm not afraid of anything. I don't care if the Wolfman's there. There wasn't anything like that. There were no local legends to say, you know what I mean. There is local legends there now. I realize that. But uh, you learn a few things. You learn a few things. <laughs> but not, not because of this. So, again, this was all very professional for a bunch of 10th graders. They're very right. they were mature. So then <laughs> we have this idea to go pull into the cemetery, which is across the street from the uh, county jail. And I don't, and it's a Catholic cemetery, so it's not like they have prisoners buried there, and that's like their their Potter's Field or anything. Right. It's a jail, not a fucking prison. You, you know, sorry, but anyway. <laughs> but, but but it's very. When you think of cemeteries, this is what you think of. Yeah, it's a it's, it's got the wrought iron fencing. Yeah, lots of uh, there's mausoleums, lots of big structures, you know, for tombstones. You can tell it's a very old cemetery. Exactly. And so, uh, so Nick, why don't you, so we pull in off of the side street and there's a driveway all the way. I mean, it goes straight. You can't really turn around without going onto the grass. We didn't want to do that, but there was like a tool shed up to our left. We were in a K car and we were in our buddy's K car and he was driving. Find reliable automobile. That's right. So, 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 so tell, tell them what happened. So, like I said, we this had been what the fourth or fifth cemetery we'd been to. Yeah, had no issues. As soon as we passed the entry gate, there just was the biggest knot in our stomachs or my stomach that Mine started too. to grow. All of it, and we all kind of went. It was dread. It it was dread. It was just you got all this overwhelming. You should not. Yeah. You have no business being here. And there was, like I said, there's no reason for it, but just. It was heavy. It's it, very heavy. There was something saying, you shouldn't be here. And I'm fairly certain if it was, you know, you want to say God or my angel or whatever says, you need to go. Yeah, it was exactly. It was nothing audible. Not, we're saying it was something saying, get out of here, but not audible. It was. And the fact that all three of us were experiencing the exact same thing. As soon as we crossed that gate. As soon as we crossed the gate, it was. It was the biggest nope ever. Ever. 
Yeah. And it was just, and we were, and I think we, and if I remember, we, we gave it like the college try for like five seconds. Well, we got all the way to that damn tool shed. Well, and I think we got out and we just went, nope. Oh, yeah, we did. We got out. We got and, out. Because we're like, well, you know what? We're just, we're going to try. We're here. Let's, and we, we did not make it more than 15 feet. And we said, nope. And the funny part about the, the unacknowledgement of what was going on was very prevalent because like, like Nick said, we gave it the old college try, but we were kind of like, well, well, let's get out. Okay. So we get out (laughs) and we're like, Hey, let's, uh, let's go, you know? And I think it was Nick that's like, can we just get out of here or something like that? We got back in the car, we turned around and, uh, we left faster than we came in. We went to a Coney Island. Yeah. Well, and, and, and just for the record, we're not saying we didn't see anything. We we, we didn't not, hear anything. We didn't hear anything. But when you've got, and I forget how how many people do we have? We had three or four. Because I know we had at least three. It was us. It, it was, was just, just me, you, and Ben. Okay. A guy named Ben. And, and and so all of us at the same time just went, and we all had the same exact feeling, and we're like, we have got to get out of here. No one's talking about horror movies tonight. No one's talking about ghost stories this night. No one's talking about anything related to the macabre, to the supernatural. This isn't a ghost hunting thing. Yeah, we, we, we weren't. We weren't all hyped up. We weren't. You know, we're just. We were there for the assignment. And I was just kind of tagging along for the journey. Right, because we were inseparable. The three of us were inseparable. Right. It was our. It was our tribe, and uh, we didn't say anything really. I I remember we didn't say a word in the car. Except for where we going? We went to Coney Island. We got to Coney Island. I don't know if we ordered. And I think I think it was me that said, "Are we going to talk about what just happened?" Right. And uh, all we could think of was like panic, dread. Yeah, dread. Yeah, it's uh, our, our really kind of first and only uh, voyage into the kind of supernatural realm, or you know. Kind of the ghost hunting realm, if you will. Yeah, and it was without the, hunting, and it was the last. Yeah, because I'm not looking for that shit unless no, it's on TV. That's I would say. I it is funny because you see those shows, the ghost adventures, the ghost, the uh, ghost hunters, and you got these guys like calling out the ghosts, and I'm like, "Are you out of your mind? What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. Voice, my voice always goes up a few octaves. Like, what are you? You don't. You don't do that. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do that. Um, so what, what, what drives, what makes the story even weirder is that was fall. So that would have been fall of 96. And there's something else we have to talk about tonight before I leave here. We can't talk about it on air. I'm sorry. We can't. Maybe we can record it, but we won't post it. Uh, in a minute. We'll talk about that. But, so this was the fall of 96. So the summer of 97 my brother was staying at our place and he was talking to my mother. Now my brother is the type of guy who uh, he was in his mid twenties at this point. He was always in trouble in and out of jail. Okay. So that jail across the street from that cemetery was like his winter home kind of a thing. And, uh, and I say that very light, light, lightheartedly. He was a tough mother, mother. Okay. And, uh, he didn't lose fights. Okay. And he, he wasn't afraid of anything, okay? 
that said, he looked like a fucking muscle with teeth. We're we're big guys. He's a big guy, but yep. muscle with teeth. He's terrifying. Yeah, he is. He's, he's a very imposing person. So he's telling, talking to my mother, and I, I maybe I'm getting a drink of water. Maybe I'm sitting in the living room. We lived in a mobile home, so it wasn't far from the kitchen. And he says, talking about being in a cemetery, and 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 he didn't feel right. And I look, I'm like, what are you talking about? And I get involved in the conversation, and he's telling me that he's coming home late one night from a party, and that he's taking a shortcut through that cemetery. And as he's walking, he just his skin starts crawling. He describes the exact same thing, except he doesn't have a car to get into and peel <laughs> out of there, and he just starts running for his life. He says, "He says all I can think of is get out now." Yep. And he ran out of there and he hopped the fence. Now whether the now. At this point, he has no idea what I've experienced in there. I'm listening to him talk. And I said, well, it's funny you should say that <laughs> because last October, blah, blah, blah. Well, maybe it was thing. September. So, yeah, that was uh, confirmed. That made it even weirder. Right. So that was our experience with, uh, with the paranormal, if you will. And you know what? If that's last, I'm perfectly okay with Yeah. That. Yeah, if that's the last, I'm perfectly uh, okay with it. All right, so welcome back. And for this Halloween special, Adam, we're doing our top five favorite Halloween movies. Number five on Nick's list is Child's Play. Good pick, Nick. That is one of, that's the first movie where, like, because I never watch, I, I I never allowed my watch, allowed myself to watch the Nightmare on Elm Streets or the Jason movies as a kid. But Child's Play is the first one where I said, I think my brother said, "You're watching this," and I said, "No," and he did, and it, it didn't matter. So we watched Child's Play. So, so let me think here. I had uh, oh <clears throat> number five, five on my list. <laughs> As a kid, made me, I mean, damn near pee my pants. And I still get the willies thinking about it. House. It's got the, uh, oh God, I can't think of his name right now. His name was Roger Cobb in the movie. He played the greatest world, played the Amer greatest American, greatest American hero. hero. Um, and he was in Carrie. And William Cat. William Cat. Yes. He was also. I think the minister that married uh, Penny and 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 Dorky Dick on uh, what's that show called? Uh, the Whole Universe show, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Dorky Dick, Leonard and Penny, or it was Howard and uh, and sexy Melissa Ranch. And also notable mention Carrie. Thank well, yeah, but yeah, you know Carrie. So. I got something to say about Carrie. And mind you, these are no no discernible order. These are just strictly our five. Some of our, uh, I, I made Adam pick five. So these aren't in any particular order, but so it's not our, our necessarily favorite, to least favorite, but. Not so sure Carrie was wrong. <laughs> so number four for me, and it's not really a scary movie, but it's a movie that I absolutely love and I love watching this time of year. That's They Live with <laughs> Rowdy Roddy Piper. 
Go on, say it, Nick, in the echo. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Uh, the best line in cinema history. Don't at me. Uh, but I, I just absolutely, there, there's a special place in my heart for that movie. And uh, it's just grown over time. So, All right. My number four spot is two different movies that you could comp- compile into one. The original Fright Night and Fright Night 2. And Fright Night 2 is out of print. Uh, and you can't get it unless you're willing to pay like a hundred bucks or more. And you're not. And I'm not, but you can watch it for free on YouTube, which makes me think it's in the public domain now. Uh, and nobody gives a shit about it, which is sad because it's a good movie. But uh, yeah, Fright Night. That was another, that was one of my gateway drugs into horror. So another one, a little bit off the, uh, the scary path. Not necessarily scary, but I love it. Nonetheless, Army of Darkness, Bruce Campbell. Really, the not the first thing I became the biggest fan of Bruce Campbell with, but it's one of those. It's the most endearing role for me for Bruce Campbell as I'm no- Ash. I'm noticing like a trend here between our movies. Like, there's like a little bit of levity in yours, and mine are all murder. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I made. Hey, that's why uh, I made us have different lists because I knew there'd be completely different. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. All right. Uh. That kind of changes everything. I know we were going to bring the Evil Dead and all that into this. Oh, oh yeah. Anyway, uh, <clears throat> okay. This next movie, this next three movies, arguably could be number one. But I'm going to put it this way, just because these are the order I like them in. I'm not even sure I like this one as a top five, but it just deserves to be in the top three. So, I'm going with The Exorcist at number three. Solid. Solid. Yeah. No no arguments. Uh, it is the quintessential horror movie. Uh, yeah, I was... I never watched it until uh, when we were in school, and my one buddy's like, hey, they're re-released. They just re-released it. I was like, go and check it out. And it was one of those... I think I I did it on my own to I thought it would uh save me the pain of watching it during the daytime right in a dark theater but it was one of those mental things where I was like it won't be as scary if it's during the daytime <laughs> you know but it was the one of those uh special editions so they had all the different things like they had the the demon in the corner and all that stuff during you know the wicked times when the uh Linda Blair's character was getting attacked and all that stuff so. So I, I said to my mother I wanted to see it when I was a kid. I don't think I'd gotten into middle school yet. And she said, okay. <laughs> and I remember watching it. And this isn't so scary. But then I'm in bed. And I'm like, fuck, what if I get possessed by the devil? It's, it's the ones that get you after after and especially when just before you're getting ready to go to bed yeah i was very uneasy i didn't watch it again until i was an adult well especially that's where uh you know chucky came in where i was like so every single doll i looked at completely different from here on out my buddy yeah um and then i asked for uh 
for this list a couple deep cuts where people may not have thought my first one up is the reaping this one's from 2000, 2007 hillary swank uh she's investigates quote-unquote miracles and she ends up in this little town in the south where all these weird things keep happening these biblical type things and her job is to go explain away with science and all that and next thing you know she can't quite explain some of these away so she gets wrapped up in this whole mystery and it it's it's a nice little uh kind of thrillers not quite horror but definitely a thriller type of movie so yeah uh it sounds like evil if you've seen evil the tv show okay um it's a team of okay so like luke cage well the guy who played luke cage um plays this character of uh dave acosta and he is training to be a priest okay and then they got this woman she plays the part of Kristen. i can't remember her last name in the morning i don't know i don't even know her real name um but she plays the part of uh a woman of course she's a woman but she, she's a, a psychologist in in a court and, and she 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 determines whether or not somebody legitimately is insane when they try to plead the insanity plea and then there's another guy uh in it and um he's not religious he doesn't he's he's muslim faith but he's not religious at all he doesn't believe in anything and he's the video guy and he's like no this is how they pulled this off the debunks everything right and so they're supposed to go and investigate miracles or assess people for exorcisms and this movie's this show's twisted also if you want the shit scared out of you if you really want the shit scared out of you watch the first season and only the first season of the exorcist television show oh yeah when was that? Uh, a couple of years back i accidentally bought it on prime <laughs> when i didn't know how to like use it right and so like my my buddy at work was like saying you gotta see it this and that i'm like well here let me just see and it's like well if i buy it it didn't say do you really want to buy it it was like you bought it right yeah yeah, like, yeah ah so i watched it oh my god and then my sister she was texting me what the f adam I, I i can't watch this alone what did you do and i'm like you can't watch it alone i was having second thoughts at the <laughs> end so gina davis isn't it she's great and then my final pick is stigmata that is a deep cut that's a deep cut so let me uh make sure i get the correct uh patricia arquette arquette yeah so it's patricia arquette gabriel byrne who he had a short time there where he was in everything and he was awesome because he's also in uh he played the devil in end of days played the end devil in end of days he was usual suspects all that but uh yeah so when a young woman becomes afflicted by stigmata, a priest is sent to investigate her case, which may have severe ramifications for her faith or the Catholic Church itself. Kind of the same thing as Reaping, where Gabriel Byrne actually works for the Catholic Church and actually goes and debunks uh, quote-unquote miracles and all that stuff. But that was one of those. I, I know very little uh, religious background. And I saw that, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? That movie was intense. I remember it was one of the best horror movies the 90s produced. Where, where she, uh, yeah, she starts getting, you know, the, the 
wounds in the hands in the middle of a club and i was like what is going on and and she's being attacked by evil spirits at the same time yeah and i just you know ever since then, i was like and after that there was a bunch of uh documentaries about stigmata yeah but that was uh yeah that's one of those one of those ones that probably not many people know about it, but is a is a really good flick. So. Awesome flick. Awesome flick. All right, what you got? That was your number two, right? Nope, that was that was five. Did we skip you? What was your number two? Uh, the reaping. reaping. Oh yeah, yeah, we skipped me. You you started talking about a movie. I wasn't sure if that was. Yeah, I got lost on so, the exercise. So you got two in a row too. All right, well that's fine. Uh, if I ever die and go to hell, I want to meet George Burns. Um, that's a joke in South Park, but, uh, I just wanted to say that on the air. Um, number two, Halloween, the original classic, classic. Uh, well, the first time I saw it was with our old buddy, Chris up North, uh, not on drugs and <laughs> joke, but, uh, we, we, uh, we got the shit scared out of us up there watching it and it is a classic movie and it is really good. And then my, uh. My number one is A Nightmare on Elm Street. It was the gateway for me into horror. It was, uh, I, I loved Freddy as a kid. My mom was very concerned about that. Um, nightmares. Nightmares for days. Yeah? Oh, yeah. I've only had a couple Freddy dreams in my whole life, but I've had them. Oh, when I was younger, I used to get, I used to get night terrors when I was a kid. Oh, boy. So that did, that did not help. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> I can imagine. So... So, but one of the things uh, I'm going to do a quick uh, throw in here. So, one of the things I absolutely love about movies is things that doesn't really happen anymore. It's the special features and behind the scenes things. And one of my favorite shows that's on Netflix that just released a new season is the movies that made us. Yeah, they got a lot of horror on there. So, they just released a new season with a bunch of horror movies. And they have, for Halloween... Uh, Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, RoboCop, and we didn't even mention the Alien series. But that, I've never seen them. Really? Oh, those are just speaking of classic lines. The Game Over Man, Game Over, Bill Paxton, Alien. Yeah. Uh, but uh, if you want a, an entertaining deep dive into the behind the scenes of some of your favorite movies, definitely check that out. So we we just watched the the john carpenter's halloween one and it was funny they were saying, i watched that too it was it was funny because they were saying like uh there's no pumpkins during the spring so that all they could do is get their hands on three pumpkins or gourds that they had to spray paint orange and so it was funny so all, all the the pumpkins that you see there's there's really only three in the entire movie and that's all they could get their hands on. so like they moved <laughs> them around from set to set yeah just kept moving them around or like if they needed a pumpkin they turn it around so you can see the carving that was already in it so that's hilarious but uh, i didn't see that part yeah so i must have fallen asleep at that point that's a, that's a good one so but i think we're gonna wrap it up for our first halloween special adam <sighs> so all my pagan lovers out there have a happy Samhain. so from <laughs> from the nick and adam show we're wishing you a happiest of halloween <laughs> Ha 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 